Warning. Incidents, characters, and timelines have been modified to protect identities. Any similarity to any person is merely coincidental. Some of the content in this may be offensive. Viewer discretion is advised. This is Say It Podcast. How's everything? Say it! Say it! Ah, love Sam Kennison. Yeah, yeah. So we're here tonight. This is uh, our next episode, episode three of Say It Podcast. And uh, we're here to do uh, the normal podcast. It's a little more, this podcast is more of what we're going to be doing average uh, most of the time, uh, stuff like this. More of a lighter, friendlier thing. Even though we're more of a variety type of podcast, we're gonna be say the word variety. Variety, again. <laughs> variety show, variety. <laughs> exactly. So, and when you get old, it's uh, harder to talk because you get you know uh-huh. old people. But uh, yeah, we're 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 doing better. Excuses, by the way. Excuses. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're we're this is uh the craziness. Uh, one of our. Let people know how crazy really are. Okay, so we're here to do some discussions, and I, I guess we'll start with our first segment. Um, it's a it's a segment that is close to my wife's heart. She <laughs> loves. She's been disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Disgusting. No. <laughs> Jesus, I'm disgusting. Right. That's what you just said no, to me. She's been disgusting. Wow. I am disgusting. Everybody yeah, heard it. Yeah, I am totally. Sh- like fucking up my words today. I don't know what it is. But, uh, we've been discussed. She's been discussing this situation for a very, very, very long time, and um, it is well. Let's let's start at the beginning. When when uh, was it? Like three years ago? Because it feels like for like a long, long time ago. Forever. But um, we got phones. And we went, and my... First off, let's yes. just rephrase what you just said. We've had <laughs> cell phones for a while, okay? And yes. we've gone through several different types of phones. It's yeah. not like we just came into the 21st century and decided to have phones, okay? <laughs> we said that. <laughs> well, yes, we we, uh, um, we never had a phone before, and we decided to get phones. We actually did the communications through Morse code. Are you listening to me? You oh, hear damn. what I'm saying? I'm all right. Yes, yes. No, you're not. <laughs> I am normally fine here. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, uh, <laughs> I, it's just, uh, and I, I haven't been drinking or anything, you know. So, you sure about that? Yeah, I haven't been drinking. That was my skull. Um, just maybe a little tired. So but anyway, listen. So. My uh, my wife, she got the Samsung Seven, 
Galaxy and I, Note 7 back Galaxy in the Note. day before the recall happened. Right. So we, she got that. I got the iPhone because I had an Android and I was like, this thing sucks. It kept on freezing up and I, it, it kept on, you know, viruses and all sorts of things. It was just annoying. So, um, it, it just got again like slower and slower as uh, it was just a weird thing. So, I don't think the Android phones were that great. I mean, they really got off to a slow launch. But, I don't think so, but that's besides. Well, that's you. But um, so you got you loved your note. She was on her yes. note night and day. Uh, this is when our daughter was like right, right, right after she was born. So she was very really, tiny. really tiny. Yes, yes, and you were on your phone all the time. And, um, like I am right now, playing wordscapes and participating. And you with your little, with your little S pen, and you were just having fun, fun, poking away at your phone. (laughs) And I had my iPhone, and I was like, wow, I got my iPhone back. I'm good. It was the iPhone 7, or was it the 6? I don't know. It's like the 6 Plus or some shit. And it was doing good. And then the recall happened, right? Mm. And they were like, hey, Bring your phone back. Battery's blowing up. Somebody, some phone and blew up. And I was face. like, "Screw that! I don't care. I'm not taking my phone at all." And she I loved am her phone. Ha- I was so happy. Finally, a phone that works. There was no right, issues. Right. Everything was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I ignored the recall. I re- ignored it. Right. So we're like, okay, it's just a little thing. It'll it'll go away. So my wife's ignoring it. She's like, my phone works fine. There's no issue. And then the next thing we know, uh, it gets a becomes a bigger and bigger issue. And basically, then, I was commuting back and forth then, to work from right. Jersey to work, and it came out to be like a bigger issue right. where I had to hide my phone yes. to get into Jersey Transit. Right. It was like a big then you're banned. thing. Then you can't fly. You can't take the train. You can't take the bus. It's like the goddamn thing was a nuclear bomb. It was gonna blow up half a fucking Grand Central Station or some shit. But That's of what course, I said. someone gets hurt and someone gets sued. And once money gets into it, and it's like. Fuck it. But you were like, fuck that. I still ain't giving my phone. I said that exactly. <laughs> I said, fuck all you people. Right. She loved her phone. I was like, not doing nothing. Right, and apparently, right. when I said, fuck all you people, that was like literally like a few, few days later or whatever. I had a mandatory, um, up a software update that I was ignoring. Right. And so then, they sabotaged your phone. Man, I can't even hear you or even understand you. <laughs> All right. Do that. My old man is a television repairman. I've got this ultimate set of tools. I can fix it. Yeah, so you tried to fix it yourself, right? No, you were. <laughs> I don't understand that stuff. So, so finally, the update fucking screwed you, right? Oh, what? It was making issues. I said, screw it. Fuck it. I can't, I can't do it anymore. So at that time we had Sprint. Okay. No, I'm not. If everybody loves Sprint, that's each their own. I'll screw the whole Sprint thing. You had to take the damn, you had to take, that's a whole new story. I don't even want to get into that. But you had to take the phone in, right? Force to, right? Yeah. And I, my, I go, Hey, honey. I, this is when I come in and make everything. I Beautiful. fix the whole issue. I'm going to say, honey, screw Samsung. They suck. Get an iPhone. I got mm. an iPhone. I love my iPhone. It works beautiful. Mm. There's no issues, no problems. The thing works like like it's nothing. You you will never have a single problem with your phone ever, mm-hmm. ever again. 
and it's simple to use. It's easy. So she's so happy. All right, I'm getting iPhone. Screw Samsung. So we both get the brand new iPhone 7s, right? I get the 7 mm-hmm. Plus. You get the 7. And we go home. And the first night, you were like, what? I said, okay, I can deal with it. The second night, I hated it. <laughs> I swear to God, I hated it. And the thing is, is like I was about to say, we had an issue with I with 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 the phones turning it in because it was a mandatory recall with Sprint. And after so many times going through this whole entire thing, the iPhone was the last resort. And we went in there so many times. I said, "Screw it, I'm holding it in." And you wanted to change it to a different phone. I said, "Screw it." I'm done with changing and switching. I can't deal with it. I'll deal with it. You dick. That's what I said. Yes, yes. And I'm like, I don't understand because I'm like, my phone works perfectly. What What was the problem with your phone? Like, what did you hate about it? Okay, what I hate about it is I use my phone like, just like what like everybody else does nothing really drastic i don't have like multiple videos i don't do like like complex functions or anything else like that but what i hate about my phone was that it kept on freezing up no matter what then on top of that the battery kept on dying then on top of that it would um like in the middle of a phone conversation it would just basically drop on me um i've closed i i've like basically done everything 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 needless to say you did something i don't know what it was that you did on your end because i don't understand it and it worked for a hot minute and then it went back to the same bs it was actually heating up the battery kept on getting hot and i'm like dude all i want is to either look at facebook and make a call i don't think it's a complex function to do and you couldn't get any reception on it it was just oh, hell killing yeah. you, right so we went to um apple at that point we went to apple and i will always remember this moment went to apple and it was packed that day the woman goes in and does something. I don't know what it was. And she's like, well, you know, if anything, you will probably need a new, um, need to get an upgrade on an iPhone. I said to her flat out, I will never, ever get an iPhone. These phones are junk, are junk. I will never touch it. I never want it. The look on her face was priceless. Absolute priceless. She was like completely astounded that I said that. Says you guys make great computers, hands down. Nobody. Now, can what touch was you. what was so hard about the iPhone? Why? What was so hard about it, it working was, on it? It was basically the functionality. And then this mm. woman had the audacity to say that my data storage was very low and that I needed to put in an additional dollar a month. First off, it's not so much that it's the price value on it it's the fact that i have to pay anything additional for it me to make it work right, it's so absolutely absurd. what do you what do you think of uh do you think it's a company issue or it's just a phone it's a piece of junk like I what think phone, the, i think iphones and this is just my personal opinion others might be like oh i'm smoking crack which i know i'm not smoking crack even though i am crazy and my personal opinion is is that iPhones when they first came out was really good hands down okay. i can't say anything about that 
However, ever since Steve Jobs went in and passed away, I think that the performance, the quality has declined. I think it's just more of trying to keep up with making it look nicer, um, the fad, and forgot about the performance aspect. Because performance-wise, I have noticed that for me, the functionality, it has decreased. You have to go in and do an automatic update, and then this update will then basically tells you that you need to get an, a new phone which is i apple's eye a way of making you spend money okay which I so think is what, ridiculous. What, was, what was the many tantrums that uh that you had with your phone did you throw it across the room oh, hell yeah. throw it on the floor <laughs> i'm really not gonna lie it. i even said it to, to the lady she's like oh well i noticed that there's like a crack and i said yeah there's a crack on the f- a screen protector and it's funny because i think i was there on one of the times when you walked in the store you're like this phone sucks get rid of this phone i can't take this phone oh yeah <laughs> they looked I said at you it. like you were crazy i said it and they said well by you throwing it is not gonna help it work i said i wouldn't have to throw it if it worked in the first place now would I? I i could see you like putting it in a pot of boiling water and closing the lid oh hell yeah just blowing I, I it up i can't stand that fucking phone yeah you that really phone, were angry with it like you really I hated that phone will never ever ever touch an iphone again okay apple computers that's right. a different story okay so there's a happy ending to this and what happened so we were able to get an upgrade. Finally, I right? Was you had so to, happy. You had two years of torture. Two years of torture, right? I felt that was torture. It was too much for you. I couldn't stand <laughs> it. Like, like seriously. No, okay, so what's the difference now? You got your Samsung. So, Samsung you 9. Just, You're you, loving you, it. You just told everybody we got an upgrade. And guess mm-hmm. what? My ass got myself out of a damn iPhone and got myself. You're very, very happy, right? Samsung Galaxy Note 9. And what is the difference now? And I am like, happy. You're on your little pen, you're oh, doing yeah. your little writings. I got my thing. You know what it is? It's a beautiful thing that the battery doesn't die. It actually, throughout the day, and I guess can what? I actually, the, the calls don't drop. I can tell I know. it to you. It's amazing. The calls right? don't drop. It's nice and clear. It doesn't freeze up. The It's really smooth. The camera is so sharp. Right. And see, like, this was inspiring like, to me because... <laughs> what happened with you, your inspiration for this whole thing, I, a hardcore iPhone lover, I said, you know what? I want a Samsung 9. And when he said that to me, I will not lie to you. I thought I shit myself. Yeah, so I traded in my iPhone and I got the 9 Note. So I was happy. I know. And let me tell you, I do so many things. It's like, it's beautiful. I got to tell you, listen. uh, do more stuff on my phone than I did with my iPhone. And I'm so, so happy. I can't complain. It's like so, so good. I got to tell you, I mean, iPhone, all the the newer versions, really no differences. And a lot of people complaining about that. And they're like, yeah, the the 7 ain't really different from the 8. The 8 ain't different from the 9. The the new 10 or the X. That's XS. Yeah, it's the 10. XR. XR. It's like it's like $1,100. $1,100. My ass. I mean, but listen, I am definitely satisfied with the with the Note 9 I got because it works pretty good. I mean, I'm impressed. I think Android has finally gotten past Apple. I think Apple's done at this point. 
So, well, so. you heard it first. Ooh, yes, yes. I'm so happy. I'm yes. so yes, happy. So. I don't have to deal with that bullshit again. Right, right. So mm. it's good news. We 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 got our new phones. We're happy now, which mm-hmm. is going to bring me to uh, our next segment. Which I this is a thing I wanted to discuss, and I've been I've discussed this before with my friends back in the days, um, and uh, it's a it's a special meaning for me. Um, and it's a word, like a word, like people think of like a word, like how could a word mean so much, you know? And they, there's a thing you ever seen inside the actor studio when, when they yeah. interview the celebrities and, yeah. well, I'm, well, of course I didn't research it, I just, but the guy's name, I don't know who the, uh, presenter is, mm. very famous guy. He's, uh, he works at that acting school. Mm. I think he's retired now, but he interviewed, I think it was Keith O'Sullivan, and he was like, one of the questions, he always asked this of all the guests and the actors that come on, and he's like, what's your favorite word? And I think Keith O'Sullivan was like, gravitas. Like, that was his word. That was favorite. What? It was gravitas. Gravitas? <laughs> gravitas. I think it means great in Latin or some shit. I don't know. Gravitas? So, yes. Do you know what it is? I think it's that. Yes. Now you got me looking it up right, now. Right. So she aren't, she's on her note. Love having fun looking up what I just said. <laughs> but I have a special word. And if I was on that show and I was an actor and he said, what was your favorite word? Oh, dignity, seriousness, ah. solemnity. See, there solemn- you go. I can't pronounce that. A manner. Ooh, right. Okay. So I have a favorite word and I would tell him mine. And... The reason why I like this word is because it has a million different meanings and it's a special word. Anyone can use it. And it's like a universal word. It's it's like in the universal language. Poop? Shit. <laughs> You're close. But shit is a universal word. Shit, you can use, it's an adjective, it's a noun, it's a pronoun, it, it's an exclamation. You can use it for everything. Like, for instance, you're walking and you step in <laughs> shit. You go, oh, I just stepped in shit. Or if you have an accident, right? You drop something on your foot. You're like, shit. Or like you can tell someone if you see something really cool, you go, holy shit, look at that shit. And people will look at it. Or you can be surprised and say, holy shit. People will know what that is. you know. Or it can mean shit. You see shit, right? Um, there's a lot of things and everyone in every country will know what you're talking about. You could be like in Zimbabwe or some shit and you can say that guy's a pile steaming shit and they will know what you're saying. They'll be like, I know he is a shit shit. And it's just a very, very powerful, powerful word. So I I really like it. It's a good word. And, and, And it means a lot of different things. Like people, you can even use it as like a metaphor, right? Like if somebody's lying to you and you know that they're they're what are they doing? They're bullshitting, right? Or you can even change that word a little bit and say that they're full of shit. There's a lot. Or of, they're the shit. No, like that's a positive. See, it, it's in a positive. Like it has positive meanings too, which is great. Like he he's he's more he's than, the shit. He's the shit. That is a that's a very positive, powerful word. So shit. Or is a you're lot of a shit. Or you're a shit. Or I, my personal is dipshit. That's that's funny. Whenever you say dipshit, people laugh. But um, 
You got. I'm laughing at this whole entire conversation. I can't even get into this. It is the best (laughs) word around, and everyone said it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my father said it when I was a kid. Like, a lot of people will say the word shit at least once in their life. That's how much of a great word it is. You don't hear nobody talking saying gravitas, right? Like, only Kiefer Button Sullivan said that shit. No one else does. See? And that was, I just used the word shit in the conversation. It was pretty cool. So, that that's my favorite word. I recommend people keep that word alive because it is universal. It breaks barriers. I don't think it breaks it languages. It breaks cultures. Away, but keep that word alive. Okay. Yes, keep that word alive. <laughs> so, see, poop is, is is the pussy version of shit. Just just be fo- be forward and say shit. You know. So like, my kid took a freaking really serious shit last night in her diaper. Right. She did. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's a good. It's a good thing to say, and <laughs> you'll get a laugh. You will get a laugh if you use the word shit somewhere, you know, in here. So that's just, I just wanted to get that out. So that, that is a great thing. So um, I can't even yeah. comment. Yes. Yes. So I like, I like that word. <laughs> and, uh, I, I recommend that we keep the word alive. Don't, don't I don't let think it it'll go away. To keep it alive. Okay. Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Okay. All right. All right. Keep so, it alive. All right. Got that off my chest. All right. So now. You okay? <laughs> okay. Right, so the next segment. <laughs> okay, my wife, she held on as long as she could, but she's she's lost it. So she's. she's so you okay? <laughs> it never fails. I just get to her, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like out of it. She can't handle it. Okay. Okay. You don't cry. It's okay. Okay. All right. I want to get another thing. Our next thing. We're going to talk about movies. Uh, um, wait, you didn't even ask for my words, but I can't even cry. Well, try to go and get your attention away from what you're thinking about right now. But, uh, you know, she's she's happy as shit. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I recorded a sound sample, and I heard it, and I was like, I got to check this movie out, because it was a sample to a movie, and it's really hilarious. So first, I'm going to play these samples first, and then after I play these samples, I want, I want, and we'll discuss what what movie we're going to be talking about, but it's a flawless, it's... I would say a horrible movie and I had to talk about it simply because I don't know how this movie was even made. So here we go. Let's play the first uh, clip here. I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. How could you have done this? How could you have committed suicide? I can't help you out of this one, Jim. I can't go on with this. I can't go on with this. I'm an American. I'm an American. I love this country. My country. But uh, let's uh, play the preview. The movie is called Fatal Findings. And I want you to listen to this beautiful piece of cinema that has came out, uh, I think, about 2014 or something. Check it out. Fatal Findings. A stupid movie you love to laugh at. This is the movie here. 
I was given paranormal powers as a child. <laughs> I've hacked into just about all the information I need. He's good. They have no idea. No more books! You were given what? that power. Others want to take this from me. This is beautiful. He's writing about government secrets. I knew I loved you when I was eight years old. All this time, I haven't it's been like working no way on out. the next book. Kevin Costner right I've hacked into the most secret government and corporate secrets. That's even ghosts. Got ghosts in this movie. I'm using it to make a real difference. Really? Yeah. So that is the terrible movie Fatal Findings. I don't know why I just wasted my <laughs> life on that. It is horrible. I don't I I, I, I I don't know where that came from, but basically it's one of those it's a movie some guy made where it's about a computer hacker that has special powers and doesn't really do shit but run around the movie. Like there's one scene where he's eating a plate of spinach and he's just eating it and the girl's just watching him and she's smiling at him and then he takes the plate of spinach and he puts it on the computer desk and then it just falls off the desk and he, and he smiles at her or like a creepy smile and I'm just <laughs> and it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen <laughs> so there's no point to the movie he just I, walks through the movie what? yeah he walks around the movie he's like supposed to be uncovering uh, government secrets and uh, it's just this guy, this one guy, and there's a couple of actors in it. They all equally terrible, and he's uh, just walking through it, doing bad things. There's like one thing where he's driving a car and he's eating like tacos or something, and <laughs> this taco juice flying all over him when he's driving and stuff. It's just crazy. It's stupid, 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 stupid. So that's shit. Yes, yes. So I, I want to give kudos to the movie Fate of Findings. If you want to see the worst movie in the world, go check it out. Uh, in the, kudos, really? Yes, this is the Ruthless Review segment of the show. So uh, I recommend um, you may get through five minutes of it if you can, if you can take something that now, let, Let's be real. I recommend <laughs> if you want to be psycho... Yes. And you want to go in and watch something that is absolutely ridiculous, definitely smoke something, take something. Perhaps it will make sense to you and you might appreciate it, but you might be going psycho if you do it sober. I, I don't think I could get through the movie drunk. I, 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 I don't know. I have like one friend that I might be able to sit through it with, but I put it on his Facebook page and I don't think he was even having it. So, but, uh, yeah. I recommend that one if you want to see a really bad movie. Maybe you could laugh at it. Who knows? But, mm -mm. Uh, yeah. So, so I got another thing I want to talk about. And this will be uh, our next topic. We all have these in our lives. These are <clears throat> special people. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's, it's a crazy show. This is a little bit wild one. But uh, we have a couple of Wait, loony people. Wait, just like, I feel like... <laughs> Okay, yeah. just like like giving a snippet to Say everybody's it. life is is that living with you and being married to you yes. and being with you, I love you. However, you are crazy. And now I'm stepping into your mind of craziness. And Say I'm scared. <laughs> he 
sick as my baby. And my thing is, is I'm getting you. You're trapping me into something <laughs> that that yes. is gonna torment and corrupt my mind. I'm yeah, my, already yeah, crazy mine's as it is. It already. Don't, don't don't blame it on me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. It's 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 something that a lot of us deal with, and we all have these people in our lives, um, and there are different types of them, and they're these are special people, and we we call them something, and they're called assholes. Everyone <laughs> has one. Mm. We all have an asshole we know. Mm. Some assholes are like friends of ours. Mm. They're just like our asshole friend that we have that we sort of like. You have to be careful where you invite them. Because you have to pick the time and place to bring them out with you somewhere. Because you know that either someone's going to want to kick their ass or kick your ass for being with him, right? Because he's an asshole. So you have to pick your, you know, where you choose to bring your asshole friend with you. So, like for instance, if you go, and I don't do this, but say you go to like a Bible meeting or a church gathering you don't bring now, your, now. You, you don't want to bring your right. but you don't want to bring careful. your asshole friend there with you because he's gonna say f this and suck my thing and the, the church people and get mad and you get excommunicated oh you'll hear a bible drop yes, oh, tear drops and everything <laughs> or like you know um you you just you just have that one asshole friend that just uh you know like um you go out to a bar he's your asshole friend and you just don't feel like getting into a bar fight but you know he's going to say something to somebody next thing you know you get punched in the eye he like in other words like the guy goes to punch him he ducks you get punched in the eye instead and then he laughs and he walks away I mean, things like that can happen with your asshole friend. But um, there's there's many assholes. And then you got assholes that you don't know. Um, like you have your work assholes. Oh, I got that. There right. is definitely There's always that one asshole. asshole that you work with. Oh, what? Who got that damn right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you got that one guy. And he's another special type of an asshole. <laughs> uh, he's like the show off. Right? He's like the ass kisser. The tattletale. Mm. So, in other words, you usually you meet these assholes when you're the new person, or sometimes they're the new person, um, and they're there to make a name for themselves. But they usually, like um, I had my job, I uh, I I left for a little while, sort of like a bereavement, or not even a bereavement, but more like a. It was a leave. Oh, leave. Fan, leave of absence. It was right. a leave of absence. So I took some, and it I came was back, an extended one. And they hired a guy. Oh, they, I I was able to keep my seniority, but. They had a new guy, one of the newer guys there, and he was an asshole. And the first thing this asshole did was he tried to cozy up to me. So he's, oh, buddy, buddy with you first. He's like, hey, how you doing? <coughs> um, this, that, whatever. Then you go out on the job with him, and he's... He shows your true colors. He starts, you know, lecturing you, telling you how great he is. That's what ass- ass- assholes usually start that way. They usually start off by telling you how great they are at this and at that and what they do. So he's going off about how great he is. And then he starts telling me, person that's been there like four years into the job and he's just got there, how to do my job. So I'm looking at the guy like, oh, here's an asshole. Typical asshole. He, you know, he didn't, let's just say he didn't last long. 
type. He went bye bye. He went bye bye. And then you have another type of job, like job assholes, where everyone in the whole job is an asshole, and it's sort of like a group of assholes. And to work there, you have to be an asshole. So they don't. I've been to about like two of these places, um, two job sites. I have two uh, different jobs that I worked at, where everyone in the whole fucking place was an asshole. And if you weren't an asshole, they didn't like you, and they mm-hmm. would fuck with you. So um, my first job, it was like a trucking company, uh, and I was like one of those loader guys that load uh, the trailers and the trucks. And the place was full of assholes. I'm not going to name the company, but it was a bunch of assholes that worked there. And they were fighting with each other. Some of the fights almost came to blows and like constantly fucking yelling. The boss would go on, had like a, a PA speaker in the warehouse. He would go on to PA and they get the fuck back to work, motherfuckers. Like very angry. And everyone was fighting. Everyone was mad. And for some reason, I guess maybe because I wasn't the asshole, the only asshole that wasn't there. Man, I lasted like three weeks. Then they canned me. They were like, "Get out of here! You're not not a big enough asshole. You gotta go." Well, I've had now since you're venting and stuff like that. Currently, I'm not gonna say where I work, but currently there is an asshole. And apparently, supposedly, the rest of the company is afraid of him for whatever reason. I think it's right. more because he's, he's like a psycho and, and, and what have you. Most, but, most assholes, get a, especially in the job place, get away with a lot. They so, last a long time. Yeah, Companies love assholes. Been, my thing is, is he's been with the company for at least 22 years. So that gives you okay. an idea. So now, mind you. It's an entitled asshole. Exactly. So here's here's the perfect thing. I'm not the only one who thinks that he's an asshole. But what I consider, I don't deal with him on a one-to-one basis. But the reason why I go ahead and consider him as an asshole and I really don't give a F is simply because of the fact that I laugh. And when I laugh, I am mad. dick! That's what I said. So he gets upset that I laugh. And apparently I laugh loud. And he makes grumblings and makes it loud. And I really don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. Now notice how I said don't give an F. I know that, dude. And then I say don't give a fuck. Now here's my thing. I am not one to pussyfoot around somebody just because they're an asshole i have no problems confronting the asshole he has yet to confront me because he is an asshole he's a pussyfooted asshole that needs to get fucked really hard so then that way he doesn't need to be an asshole and wouldn't be complaining about the fact that i actually laugh he complains the fact that i laugh Look at how much of an asshole that is. I laugh and he complains. So that it qualifies for an asshole. So, you know, the moral of the story is that we all have assholes. But then there's some assholes that you keep around. Like, you just tease your asshole. And you can use them for things. <laughs> like, if you go meet people that you don't like. But, you know, you don't really want to get heat from them. So you bring your asshole friend. And you let him do all the shit. And he'll get all the heat. And like, I can't. When they go, when they're waiting for him by the car, you can walk right to your car, get in your car, drive away while they're while they're beating the crap out of him, which I think is cool. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing uh, <laughs> we're doing a quick little skit. 
Um, and I, I wanted to get something off my chest because I feel like there's a lot of unappreciated actors in, uh, Hollywood. And there's a great one. Uh, and a lot of people don't know who he is, but he's, uh, uh, I would say the first original nerd, uh, before Revenge of the Nerds, Urkel, um, what's that other nerdy guy? Um, the other nerd dude, Screech from, uh, Save Annabelle. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This, well, this guy tops them all. And, um, his name is Drumroll. Alright, nobody cares because he's a nobody. But his name is, is, uh, Eddie Deason. And uh, it's uh, why do you care about Eddie Deason? (laughs) Like, seriously, what is your fascination with Eddie Deason? Well, see, I have a thing with uh, actors that nobody gives a shit about, like Ron Howard's brother. You know, he's like in a million movies, no fuck Ron Howard's brother is, but we just know him as Ron Howard's brother. So, I thought it, I, I, I wanted to do something for those guys, and they need something, you know, they, they need recollection. Okay, recollection. (laughs) They need, let's say, they need the recognition. There we go. Recognition. The recognition. And I feel since nobody knows who the fuck I am, then I can give give it to them. So um, I did a little segment, and I'm going to play it for you. Uh, uh, And you need to tell me what you think, and uh, we'll see how everybody... uh, you mean Dixit. your thesis? Your thesis? Your your whole entire um, research? Yes. Well, I I dug into his whole entire ancestry, and I came up with some very interesting shit. And I thought maybe we gonna, you know, hook it up. So I bet it's shit. <laughs> you well, know, let's say it's a He's lot. He's not maybe. that exciting. Yes, but uh, it, it's a pretty exciting, uh, some interesting shit that I found. So, <laughs> you ready to go? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to play it from the top. Here we go. Okay, so, in 1941, after the attack on Pearl Harbor, hysteria had gripped a small California town. As everyone was crippled with terror, there was one man who was young and fearless. His name was Herbie Kalsminski Deason. Herbie sat fearlessly on the local wonder wheel with his father-in-law's best bud, only to single-handedly sink a Japanese sub by locating it with his high-precision night-vision goggles. He was able to survive the attack on the wonder field by diving off of it and pulling his newly best bud to safety from the cold California waters. Herbie was a town hero after that. Humbled, he graciously gave all the credit to his wooden dummy BFF, Igor. But, unfortunately, the war hero Herbie K. Deason would be the only one in his family to have his courageous life. Later, in 1959, in a nearby California town, Herbie's much younger nephew, Eugene Felsnick Deason, unfortunately was not such a big success of his hometown school of Rider High. In his freshman year, he was constantly bullied by a local street gang called the T-Birds. He later would become the leader of the crew by rubbing out their greaser leader, Danny Suko, and taking his woman, Sandy, on that very beach that her and Danny first met. Eugene was succeeded by his son, Wesley Deason, who in 1980 also had his own street gang of thugs known simply as the White Team, a white supremacist group of nerds who worked out of their scooter repair shop, which was also a drug front and an amphetamine lab. This was a dark time in the Deason family. (laughs) 
Being a sore loser, Wesley Deason was convicted and sentenced to death after he and his crew shot and killed a bunch of competing teams at the Bonavich Hotel in a local college competition known as the All-Nighter. Desperate to clear his family name, Melvin Deason, younger brother to Wesley Deason, became a master computer programmer. Melvin and his fat, lazy sidekick, simply known as Jim, would later design a computer program they named Joshua, which would be underhandedly sold by Jim to a Dr. Stephen Falk, who perfected the program and made millions by selling it to the military-industrial complex. Melvin was devastated and felt betrayed, calling Jim a very rude man. Ten years later, Melvin's mobster cousin, Tony Anthony Deason, had been arrested for ordering the hit, which supposedly had Melvin's ex-degenerate gambler, friend Jim, murdered. Although Tony did 25 years for the murder, Melvin was never implicated in the crime. Supposedly ashamed of his ex-friend's murder, Melvin later would eventually change his name to Eddie Melvin Deason. So, soon later, Eddie would then come to befriend a young delinquent punk rock girl who called herself Punky Brewster. As the superintendent of her school, he was able to mentor the troubled young lady, and she soon dropped her outrageous punk persona and went back to the real name of Salil Moon Fry. Grateful by the family for his mentoring of the troubled young lady, the Fries helped Eddie excel with a successful career in Hollywood. After a long, successful acting tenure, years later, Eddie would become more reclusive, eventually dropping out of the public eye. So, some people may not know him, but others who do cannot seem to find this seasoned Hollywood legend. According to the documentary, Where Are They Now?, sources say he has become a bail bondsman for a company owned by an old, washed-up stuntman named Colt Seavers. So, this wraps up my story of the ancestry of Eddie Deason. I hope uh, you guys learned a lot, and I want to thank everyone for listening and uh, checking it out. So, thank you. It's a yeah, yeah, that's it. That was uh, the research that I did, and uh, I hope it, uh, a lot of people find it interesting and uh, very informative. What do you think? So let me let me just say that now <laughs> I feel so enriched. My life is enriched in knowing more about Eddie Deason that. Apparently, I was missing. Yes. Yeah. He, you, you just totally, like, yeah. definitely enlightened me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, it was very interesting, and I think we're enlightened now. We're a little bit smarter, I would think. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I just wish I was a little bit taller, too. Yeah. Well, I felt compelled to do it. That's very important, and uh, something was pulling me to do this, and I think that there's a lot of actors that that need to get their props. So that's uh, on the whole end of it, right there. <laughs> so thank you very much, <laughs> and that's it. Was a big production. I did a lot of money. I mean, it was a lot of money, a lot of time. It cost a couple of mil to get uh, the production team on that one. So yeah, really? No. Bullshit. Okay, because yeah. I was like, <laughs> "Where are you getting this?" <laughs> oh well, that's side job. But anyway, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, and uh, thank you for uh, listening. And we're gonna we're gonna end the show. So peace out. All right. So until next time, uh, listen. Um, Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, and uh, Podbean, a bunch of uh, the other 
you know, formats. <laughs> we'll be on there. Check us out. And we will see you again on Say It. Say it. Say it.